hello hello and welcome back hi i always feel so silly doing that intro but it's fine yeah because we're just sitting here talking talking to each other yeah pretending like there's this live studio audience yeah really it's just like all of our listeners yeah yeah it's okay all 34 of you all 34 but anyway yeah hi. hi welcome it's been a while but we're back. Okay, I thought about this today. Uh-huh. Of course, life would have it. Or, of course... Okay. Our first edit. Um, <laughs> of course, our second episode wouldn't be recorded until my bangs grew out. I know. That's tragic. Isn't that tragic? Yeah. I always wonder if I'm going to recut them, but I don't. I was thinking about that, too, because in our... I saw one of our photos that we took when we first started recording, and my hair was super short, and I was like... Your hair was short. I had bangs. Yeah. I mean, you still kind of have bangs. Kind of. They're just little shorties. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not doing video this week. We're not, which is, you know, I'm I'm cool with that. Me, too. But I'm sure we'll do some video, some just normal podcast, Mm -hmm. but we want to make sure that we kind of do it all for you guys um i'm sure i don't know i did have a thought i was like maybe one of us should vlog a birth or something and put it on our channel at some point okay i actually i don't know if this is like an offline conversation or not but my one of my births in june is the mom is a like vlogger well she's a tiktoker (gasps) that's really crazy that's like how they make their money whoa yeah I want to be so TikTok famous that that's how I they earn like, my income. Yeah, so they do TikTok, and they just started YouTube, and they're on Instagram, whatever. But she was telling me that she wanted to vlog her birth. That's going to be so cool. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Okay. So, jumping into today's, into today's topic. Oh, my Lanta. Um, consultations. Yes. So, this is super exciting. I mean... It's always exciting. The potential of having a new client, Mm -hmm. getting to sit down with them, and essentially sell yourself. Mm -hmm. So let's start kind of at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll set the scene for us. (laughs) Young couple, their first baby. They follow you on Instagram and DM you. Say, hey, how do I set up a consult with you? And what do you tell them, Kellen? I tell them, go to my website because... I have my website set up to where you can fill out a forum that kind of tells me everything I need to know about your birth before we even meet. I ask about your estimated due date. I ask about the location of your birth. I ask if this is your first birth or not. Um, I forgot. I don't know what else I added on there, but there's also a spot for comments. So sometimes people will reach out there and tell me how they found me or whatever, any special things. Like if they're a VBAC client, they'll usually write that in there. Um, so I like to kind of streamline all my stuff through my website. Although here is something very helpful that I did not learn until just a few weeks ago. Uh, Square, so I have a Squarespace site, but I, I've heard of this happening on Wix also. I don't know if it happens. I use Wix. Okay. So maybe I'll be able to share. Okay. So whenever people reply, like whenever people submit a forum through my website, I used to just reply back to that email and be like, Hey, thanks for reaching out. Let's set up a consultation. This is what it usually looks like. Whatever gives, I give them all the information. So for a while, for like a couple of months, I was getting quite a few hits on my website and then 
I would email them back and never hear anything. Yeah. And I was so confused and kind of just like, whatever, you don't want to hire me, that's fine, you found someone else, not a big deal. But then a girl that I know personally texted me and was like, Kellen, I haven't heard back from you in like weeks. And I checked my email and I was like, girl, I emailed you that day, the day that you submitted it. And then she looked in her spam folder. And so mm-hmm. I found out that all of my email responses were going to people's spam folders. No. Yeah. And Ugh. I kind of did some research and basically there's nothing I can do. Like there's nothing you can really do about that. So all of that big long story to say, now I have added to my forum, um, I have a note for people to add their phone number. Nice. And now I just text them. That's awesome. So I still like for them to go through my website so that I have all that information up front. But then I will just text them on their phone and set up a consultation that way. So I get I get a submission on my website and it tells me all the information that I've already stated. And then I'll text them and be like, hey, this is Kellen Dula at Nest and Nourish. Uh, thank you for reaching out. The first step for us is to sit down for a consultation to kind of, uh, and I just basically tell them like, it's a time for me to let you know how I approach doula work and how I got started doing this and what it might look like for me to be a part of your birth team. It's also a great time for you and your partner to ask any questions that you might have. And I do always encourage partners to come to consultations. doesn't always work out, but it's just, it seems to be better if the team can just kind of get together and do it together um so yeah that's does that answer your question totally that's kind of what I do when I get inquiries about it whether or not I'm available yes for birth. so mine is actually I'm about to admit like a horrible thing right now oh, but it's okay my <laughs> website I have it re- like went to renew in October and I didn't mm-hmm. renew it Mm-hmm. So I haven't had a, uh, a website since October. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I've just been posting on Instagram and Facebook and not even that much, really, even consistently. Mm-hmm. And I have gotten more clients consistently in the past couple of months just from upping my interaction mm-hmm. um, than I have from having a website. So I think a website isn't, not that that's not an amazing process, I think we have to keep in mind that a website isn't the end-all, be-all. No. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that I'm trying to say that about your process or anything. But yeah, I think that's a big way that my kind of method varies from yours mm-hmm. is that when I have that initial content contact, apparently I can't talk to mm-hmm. Um It's a lot more, I always feel a lot more informal, but I think I as a person am not super formal, and mm-hmm. so I'm kind of okay with that. You know, oh, it's... Right. That's what you're going to get at your birth so and in all of your prenatals and postpartum check-ins. So might as well start off with that. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have an intake form that I actually made, like typed up everything that I wanted, and then I put it in Canva and made it look pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I send that to them, and I say, at least be thinking about these questions. And when I show up, I have a printed copy and I slide that across the table to them and I kind of talk them through it and we answer all of those baseline questions of course I mean same thing I talk about who I am how I do love what kind of sets me apart what you can expect and then I really walk through that process with them because I found that that is one of the best ways that even if they don't go on to become one of my clients 
they are already thinking about those questions that are going to be important for their birth. So even mm-hmm. if they end up without a doula, they've still kind of thought through those questions. Totally. Um, and then if they end up becoming one of my clients, I already have that intake form done. Mm-hmm. And when I come back to their first prenatal, I know exactly where I need to jump in. So Love that's kind it. of how I do things. Love it. But outside of actually kind of what those look like, if, so we've had our like first Instagram and then website contact Mm -hmm. and the day of is here, Mm -hmm. you are meeting them at your local coffee shop. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you bring to your consults? Yeah. So to back up a tiny bit, I always send a reminder text the day before. Yes. Just to kind of be on the same page. I used to do the email, but I've kind of moved away from email. Like I already talked about, um, so I'll send another reminder text and as a reminder, honestly, for me and for them. Uh, and then, okay, so it's the next day. The day is here. I bring a little folder to consults. And I honestly, we might differ in this also, but I get cheap folders. I get solid color ones. I do too. Okay, yeah. I, I actually, sorry, I did not mean to No, 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 you're good. I have a new favorite folder, and it's Walmart, mm-hmm. um, and they're these little, like, clear presentation folders, mm-hmm. and they're, like, $1.52 versus, like, $0.89, cents. Mm-hmm. but then I can make them look really pretty, and it's still super cheap. Yeah. But, yes, I 100%, especially if I just buy a bunch at once mm-hmm. in, like, white or black, and I leave them... Um, at my house mm-hmm. because in the off chance that somebody's like hey can you meet this weekend mm-hmm. I may not have time to go out and do a Walmart run or a Target mm-hmm. run and pick up all those things but okay yes yeah so that's a great point and I'll say that too I I actually print off a bunch of packets that go like all the papers that go in the folders I do too yeah and have them all set up um yeah just in case I also if you didn't hear from the last episode uh I don't even know if I talked about last episode I probably did I have two kids and so my life gets a little bit busy a little bit crazy so yeah anything that I can prep beforehand is always nice so bring the folder it has my contract a social media release form I tell all of my clients I like to bring my camera to births um and take pictures for them to have and for me for marketing and education materials. But if you're uncomfortable with that or you don't want that for, you know, whatever personal reason, that's perfectly fine. No hard feelings. I just want to know and I like to keep that on file. Yes. Yeah. On that, I will say we'll probably do a whole episode on marketing and how mm-hmm. that works. Um, mm-hmm. But don't ever be afraid to ask your client, hey, can I take this picture and can I post this? Right. Well, but yeah. inversely, also make sure that if you're going to post any photo of your client, mm-hmm. make sure that you have a signed release with them mm-hmm. and that oftentimes, especially if it's a very intimate photo mm-hmm. or uh, maybe you're not, mom's not fully dressed mm-hmm. or covered, make sure that you run that by them before you're like, hey, I'm going to post this mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it goes viral and... Mm-hmm somebody sends it to them and is like, hey, is this you that's naked in a birth tub? Yeah. So that's (laughs) actually exactly what I do. I have that social media release that I bring to my very first consultation, actually before someone even hires me, just to have it on file. And I do kind of frame it like that. I'm like, this is in case I get any shots at your birth that are great for, like I said, my own marketing or education, you know, for other future clients or birth classes or whatever. 
But yeah, if I have a picture that is like obvious who it is, like it's a per- it's a person's face and their exposed body in it, I will always still text that past client and be like, hey, and I do censor it for Instagram, but I always run it by them, even though I have the permission already. Yeah. Like we've already we've already decided that it's okay, you know, if they've signed saying it's okay. We've decided it's okay for me to use their photos. But yeah, it's kind of just a a nice thing to run by them if it is pretty revealing. Or what did I... Oh, compromising. I had a client use that word one time. But all that to say, social media release, put that in your packet. Social (laughs) media release. um, And I I have... I do quite a few handouts um, that are like... Uh, what a doula, how a doula and a partner works together. Um, just random stuff. I, I used to add the child, the rights of childbearing women in America. It's this little like four page paper that you can just Google rights of childbearing women in America and it's free to the world. Um, and I used to print that out, but it was just a lot of ink and a lot of paper. So now I just email that to people, but, um, Yeah, that is a great resource. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Google that one. Yeah, and kind of like you said a minute ago, it is not, it's nice to give people things even if they don't hire you. Where it's just like, because I, okay, and this is something that I've changed. Mm -hmm. I used to do basically all of my handouts and all of my paperwork in the folder. And I always tell clients every single time after a consultation, I tell them, I don't want to hear from you until at least tomorrow. I want you to at least have a night to sleep on it, interview other doulas if you need to, whatever, but please let me know one way or another. Like, just loop back around. Let me know if you're going to go a different direction or if you would like to hire me just so we don't leave it with loose ends. Um, But I used to do basically all my handouts, but then if someone doesn't hire you, that's like... and not to like hold information information hostage, but but that's just a lot of your business that you've put into the world to not have a client. And uh, yeah. some people might disagree with that. I don't know. But I I got to the point where I was like, you know what? There's There are some things that I can put into my folders and I feel good about people having and keeping whether they choose to hire me as their doula or not. But I, I just, for me, it was like there were some handouts and some things that I had made that I was like, I, I'm going to hold on to that until that- they hire me. And when they do, we'll do the big folder. Yeah, that was something I was going to emphasize was, I mean, there's certain documents that it's great, especially if it's like a bulleted list of like, we're going to talk about this, 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 and this, and mm-hmm. I'm going to give you handouts on this and information on that. Awesome. But if it's something that you've put time and energy into creating, mm-hmm. first off, make sure you put your branding on it. Yeah, um, that's this true. Is, I see a lot in doula groups when people are like, How's, how does my logo look? And then people get mad because they talk about logos. I mean, kind of. I I feel that. Um, I get tired of telling people their logos look good. But make sure that even if it's just your business name um, and you do the little copyright symbol. Mm -hmm. um, So, like, for me, copyright women wellness at the bottom of every single document that I make. Mm -hmm. Don't go putting that on anybody else's that you've, like, downloaded and copied and pasted. Yeah, because that's illegal. Yes. (laughs) Um, But things that I never thought I'd have to say to specify. But whatever. Um, but yeah, make sure that you put your own branding on that because Mm -hmm. in the off chance, I have had this happen where 
another doula has contacted me and been like, hey, so this client didn't hire you, but they hired me, and then they brought me this, and, like, this is a great resource. Can I borrow it? Oh, weird. And I was like, this is probably one of the weirdest positions I've ever been in. Yeah, that's never happened Professionally. Um, but just knowing that it's happened, I'm like, well, all right, I don't want that to happen again. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, make sure you put your branding on those little folders. Um, so something, I guess, kind of shifting topics, mm-hmm. but where to meet, what to wear, all of that. Mm-hmm. Something that my doula trainer actually told me that I really loved was, I don't have an office, but when I meet a client at a coffee shop or whatever, wherever you meet them, buy a coffee. That mm-hmm. seems like really obvious. Mm-hmm. A, because I want to sip on something. Um, but B, because that's your, essentially that's your rent that's not going to paying rent at an actual office space every month. Uh, that's helping them cover their rent. So do your local coffee shop the courtesy mm-hmm. of buying a coffee and tipping well. Um, yeah. I would agree with that. That's solid advice for, like, any time. Yeah, anytime. So, on that topic of, like, where to meet, we keep talking about a coffee shop. Are my bangs on the right side? Yes. I mean, they're on both sides, but... Yeah, okay. Um, On the topic of where to meet, we keep talking about meeting at a coffee shop. So, right now, during COVID, we're kind of still lingering in the COVID world, um, hopefully for not much longer, but right now I have had a good amount of clients not want to meet in public, not want to meet, um, you know, like in a, in a public place. So they want to do virtual consults, which is really nice because you can I just... I almost want to just switch oh, to full-time doing virtual I've, consults. I've just said that too. Yeah. Especially if they live way out of town. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll drive to like Centerton. Well, Okay. Some of you people, we live in Northwest Arkansas in yes. Fayetteville. And so sometimes in this area, people will hire us from like an hour away, like yes. Fort Smith and places. But anyway, you'll find yourself driving super far to have a consult and then driving home. And it's like, we really could have done this virtually and just emailed all of the handouts. And now with Zoom, you can sc- share your screen. Yeah. So that's been really nice. But the reason that we say a public place first is so that is one because like Ava said, neither of us have office spaces, mm-hmm. and I don't want anyone coming to my home to do a consultation. Yeah. Yeah. I have given people the option of virtual. I will come to your home and stay masked. We can go outside, whatever you feel comfortable with, or we could meet in a public at a public place. And now in Northwest Arkansas, it's patio weather. So now it gets a little easier because there's a lot of outdoor space open for us. And I have had a few clients in the past year want to do their initial consult at their home. I have no problem with that, personally. Yeah. Like, that's, okay, great, I'll come to your house. It's, especially with social media nowadays, mm-hmm. it is so much easier to feel comfortable doing that mm-hmm. um, and walking into somebody's home when you can do a little quick Facebook search. Yeah. Well, and I'll also say the the people, the handful of people that have gone to their home for the initial consult, they hired me as their doula. Yeah. So, like, they were pretty sure that they wanted me anyway, and it just, they were totally fine with meeting me. But before we even had to think about COVID at all, I always did initial consults at a public place because it's middle ground. You know, it's no one's, it's, it's no one's uh, home turf. It's, yes. It's a... 
meeting place. Um, one thing that I will say, if you are going to meet in public at a coffee shop, indoors at a coffee shop especially, is try to arrive 20 to 15 minutes early and yes. get a good spot to where you are, you're not like huddled in a corner, but you do have a good amount of privacy because you're going to be talking about their pregnancy. And on the initial consult, you're probably not going to talk about like mucus plug or cervical checks or how to do a GBS swab, <laughs> like yeah. it, how all that's going to go down. Um, but it could come up, you know, like you could, she might have questions about her breasts or something like yeah. this is. This is what goes into pregnancy and birth. And so to be respectful, that's always something I do, is kind of go a little early, make sure that we have a spot that feels safe, like feels far enough away from the rest of the public to where if conversation does turn in turn pretty personal, that we don't have to whisper or um, it doesn't put the birthing person, the pregnant person in an uncomfortable position. Yeah, totally. So. so another, along the same lines, there's, I feel like this is a small detail, but at the same time, a huge detail. What do you wear? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I have my go-to outfit. Mm-hmm. I have some like little flare jeans that are cute. Um, usually I wear clogs or Birkenstocks or even like I've worn, I have cute little vans. Kellen and I were just talking about mm-hmm. different colored vans today. Um, something like that, that you're comfortable in. With, I mean, you know, if you want to wear your favorite birth t-shirt, wear your favorite birth t-shirt. Um, I think I usually go with, like, a plain white shirt or black shirt, something. Mm-hmm. If it's the winter, a nice cozy sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep my jewelry super simple. That's, I don't know, that's my kind of my go-to. Yeah. The idea is to be you, yes. but maybe, like, the better version of yourself. Like you, if you were, you know, going to dinner at like a nicest restaurant. Yeah. Maybe or, not like fine dining, but. Right. That Or like if you're going the other direction to be more like birth professional. Yeah. Like your shirt. I don't know. Like a, a, a clean shirt. Yes. Okay. A clean, your clean birth, your cleanest birth shirt that you have. <laughs> um, some clean pants. Maybe try not to have cat or dog hair all over you um when you show up to this consultation because like Ava said kind of at the beginning is it is a kind of a time to sell yourself in a way like there's a lot of doulas out there and what sets you apart you know like someone can google what is a doula yeah everyone can google that and find that out but why would someone hire you and not another doula that's basically essentially going to do the same job yeah. differently totally different yeah. but the essential job is the same yep um so being able to represent yourself through your outfit through your demeanor through your presence is a pretty big deal especially for that initial meeting that initial consult yeah this is also really quick this is also kind of A reason that social media, some type of social media is nice because they've maybe seen another picture of you on your Instagram, Facebook, or website. So they kind of have an idea of who to look for. And you will probably, if you know when their estimated date is, you kind of know where they're at in gestation. 
you will be able to look for a pregnant person. Yes. <laughs> you know, unless they're like 10 weeks pregnant. And, and if you're really worried about it, shoot them a text mm-hmm. um, or message as, you know, you sit down at the table and you're like, hey, I'm in the corner wearing a blue sweater. Yeah. Which uh, is very oddly specific, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And last but not least, follow up. Yeah. Follow up is so important. Um, even if it if it means like texting them the next day and then not hearing back and texting them two weeks from them, just make sure that you know you're not always gonna get like a hey I went with somebody else, mm-hmm. which sucks when you just don't get any response back. Right. Um, but just going the extra mile really shows them that you care. Mm-hmm. And then maybe in the future they change their mind and they want you or they have another birth and they're like, hey, I, I want to have a different experience, use mm-hmm. a different doula, and they end up with you. Just don't leave loose ends. Yeah. Um, make sure that you come back and you know, like, hey, I want you to have a successful birth whether or not that's with me. Um, and I think that goes totally. so far mm-hmm. um, with potential clients. Right. I totally agree. And also, um, if, if you don't hear anything back and you're sort of assuming, as far as scheduling goes, you're assuming that you'll have a birth around this time. Like, let's say you met with someone whose estimated date is June 1st Mm -hmm. and then someone contacts you and their estimated date is June 4th. Yeah. It's, and, but you haven't heard back from the June 1st, first person. I did that today where I'm like getting questions about it's not June but it's another month this summer. July. I don't know why I'm trying to be like private about what month it is. Uh <laughs> I get really worried about HIPAA things like yeah, saying too much but anyway, um so July I'm starting to get some questions about if I'm available and there was one person who I I had a consultation with in February and I hadn't heard back from them. And so I texted them today. And actually, do you want me to just read the text? A real yeah. life? Yeah. And I always, this is something that since we're here, I might as well say. Um, if you have a situation where you have multiple potential clients with close, super close due dates, mm-hmm. it is not a bad thing to text those clients if they have not signed with you and say, mm-hmm. hey, I just wanted to give you a heads up. I have another potential client who's due three days before you mm-hmm. and I just want to make sure that I'm able to attend both your births so I may have to pick one of you guys or whoever signs the contract first right so that's that was basically the situation yeah so I I, I got two question like two moms reached out to me with estimated dates around the same time as this person but I talked to this person a month ago and so I want to give her basically the first right of refusal which is something I said. Like, I wanted to give her the chance to say either yes or no before I get booked up. So here's, this is a real-life doula moment. This happened today. Um, So I texted, so I hadn't heard anything from this person, and I texted her and said, hey, person, I'm not going to say your name. I just wanted to loop back around and check in with you. I hope you guys had an awesome trip a couple weeks ago. Whatever, just touching on stuff we talked about. Uh, I have some people asking about my availability around the time of your estimated due date, and I wanted to check with you before I fill it up. I hope this doesn't put any pressure on you. I just wanted to be sure to give you the first right of refusal before I get booked up. And they texted back like less than an hour later and was like, yeah, I want to hire you. Let's do it. And so they were like, we just got busy. Yeah. We forget. 
I forget, like, you forget, and it happens, they forget too. As long as you circle back around, follow back up, Mm -hmm. and make sure that everybody's, like, on the same page. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could be the case, too, that they thought that that was their first prenatal, and they're waiting on you to text you and be like, hey, when do you want to schedule your second prenatal? Right. I've heard, that's never happened to me, but I have Mm -hmm. heard stories of that happening to doulas. Oh, wow. They're like, oh, you didn't sign a contract, like... We have no binding wow, yeah. agreement. So, because also, if I had if I heard back from her and was like, no, actually, we're going to go a different direction. Okay, great. I hope you find the support you need. Now I can go to this per- this other two people that are asking about that time and be like, hey, I do have availability, whatever. But now, since this person, the first girl, is hiring me, then I went back to the other two and I was like, yes. Um, and we'll talk about scheduling at some point, but the way the cards were falling, I felt okay about, um, giving these other two people an opportunity to hire me, but I did tell them I have someone on my work, like on my caseload that is due this day and, or estimated to be due this day. And, um, so yeah, so they could have, they could make an informed decision, Um, because I have great backups, you know, like just because we have, just because we have people with estimated dates super close to each other doesn't mean that I'm not going to attend one or that uh, my backup will be there, but it is, it's just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Always it's informed consent people. It's an informed choice. Give them all the information. Yeah. Well, that was really good stuff. Um, I think we covered all our bases with that pretty well. I think so. Um, As always, if you have any questions, Mm -hmm. make sure that you DM them to us, comment them, let us know. Um, Find us on social media. We're on Instagram right now Mm -hmm. only. Um, Yeah, but we can't wait to connect with you and talk about more doula things. So we'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye, guys.